A few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Queen Elizabeth II was the rock on which modern Britain was built. She was our queen for almost half of Canada's existence. And she had an obvious, deep and abiding love and affection for Canadians. There could be no better moment for me as Queen of Canada to declare again my unbounded confidence in the future of this wonderful country. She was thoughtful, wise, curious, helpful, funny, and so much more. Child was born in 1948. Uh, he now becomes the new king. Welcome to the show on this Thursday, September 8th, the day that Queen Elizabeth II, the UK's longest serving monarch, well, has passed away. The news came down about three and a half hours ago, passing away at Balmoral Castle at the age of 96 after reigning for 70 years. Her son, now King Charles III, commenting after her passing, saying the death of his beloved mother was a moment of great sadness for him and his family, and that her loss would be deeply felt around the world. Earlier today, senior royals were gathering at the Scottish estate after concerns grew about her health, her children, to her bedside. And then a short time later, we received word that she had passed away. She came to the throne in 1952. And of course, saw momentous change during her 70 years on the throne. It was just two days ago that she welcomed her 15th British Prime Minister. 15th British Prime Minister to 10 Downing Street. We're going to have a lot of coverage on Queen Elizabeth today. I'm hoping that you'll share your memories. Maybe you have a memory of the time, the last time she visited Edmonton. Remember 2005? Remember that rainy day at Commonwealth Stadium? Maybe you were one of the ones that were lucky enough to bump into her at the hotel, or at least see her at the hotel, shook her hand somewhere. 780-496-0063. Today, we'll be remembering a life of service. It was 75 years ago, April 21st, 1947, on her 21st birthday, that Princess Elizabeth, then Princess Elizabeth, made what is probably the most famous speech to be made by any Windsor. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. But I shall not have strength to carry out this resolution alone unless you join in it with me as I now invite you to do. I know the 
that your support will be unfailingly given. God help me to make good my vow. And God bless all of you. That was then Princess Elizabeth on her 21st birthday from Cape Town saying, I declare before you that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. And that is what we'll remember today, a life dedicated to service. There will be time to talk about the legacy, uh, the impacts. But today we are going to remember a woman who did just that. She dedicated her life to service and the service of her country and the service of the Commonwealth. Just recently, just earlier this summer, we marked the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, 70 years on the throne. You'll remember those images out of London, making two appearances on the balcony, her family beside her, the Royal Air Force fly past, beautiful scenes. And again, just two days ago, meeting the new Prime Minister, British Prime Minister Truss at Balmoral Castle. We've seen that, we've seen that picture and how things have changed in two days. And we knew that this day was coming, but it's still for a lot of people is, um, it's hitting them hard and that's okay. And that's okay because for most of us, Queen Elizabeth is the only queen that we've known. And for those in Britain, certainly, the only queen that they've known for those countries in the Commonwealth. And so it has had a dramatic impact right around the world. Let's take a look back at that life of Queen Elizabeth, those 70 years on the throne. Here's Jeff Semple. In an ever-changing world, she was a rock of stability. Queen Elizabeth II famously said she had to be seen to be believed. And over seven decades, with each passing milestone, thousands turned out to see Britain's oldest, longest reigning, and most beloved monarch. She's probably the most famous woman in the world, probably the most admired woman in the world. Her reign was as long as it was unexpected. Born Elizabeth Alexandra Mary on April 21st, 1926, she was still a child when her uncle, King Edward VIII, abdicated the throne. Suddenly, Elizabeth's father was king, and she was next in line. The young princess made this promise. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service. That devotion to duty would be her hallmark. She was a teenager when Europe went to war and begged her father to let her help, first with her wartime radio broadcasts. Thousands of you in this country have had to leave your homes and be separated from your fathers and mothers. My sister Margaret Rose and I feel so much for you. And later, joining the services as a driver and mechanic, during the war, she had a chance encounter with her distant cousin, Philip. 
He was serving with the British Royal Navy in the Mediterranean and Pacific. They exchanged letters for seven years. As onto the famous balcony came the bride and bridegroom. Their wedding in Westminster Abbey in 1947 was broadcast on BBC Radio to 200 million people around the world. The newlyweds never expected Princess Elizabeth was about to become queen. But when Elizabeth's father died from a heart attack, the 25-year-old was thrust onto the throne. Her coronation was one of the first televised public events. The young queen quickly showed a knack for protecting tradition while embracing change. I very much hope that this new medium will make my Christmas message more personal and direct. But the rise of technology also meant the world was shrinking, and so too was her empire. More than 25 countries declared independence during her reign. Others loosened their ties, like Canada, signing its constitution in 1982. Her reign spanned 12 Canadian prime ministers, from Pierre Trudeau's famous pirouette to Canada's second prime minister, Trudeau. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister of Canada, for making me feel so old. <laughs> Her Majesty made 22 trips to Canada, more than any other country. This country felt like a home, away from home. Many credit the Queen's personal popularity for the monarchy's survival, but at times she struggled to hold the family together. Three of her children divorced. And after the death of Princess Diana in 1997, the Queen faced criticism for failing to join the public outpouring of grief. In February 2020, Diana's youngest son, Prince Harry, and his wife Meghan retired from royal duties, dealing a blow to the palace. And a couple of months later, the royal family lost another member. Prince Philip died peacefully at Windsor Castle at the age of 99. At his funeral, a scaled-down affair in the COVID-19 pandemic, the Queen sat alone in the pew, a widow after 73 years of marriage. But within days of her husband's death, Her Majesty was back to work, holding virtual royal audiences due to the pandemic, and as always, keeping calm and carrying on. One of the last times the family appeared all together was to mark her platinum jubilee, celebrating 70 years on the throne. The 96-year-old was forced to miss some of the party due to health issues. And despite scandals surrounding some of her children, grandchildren, even the British Prime Minister, the Queen, as ever, seemed to rise above, making a surprise appearance on the balcony of Buckingham Palace. There by her side, three generations of future kings, all heirs to the British throne. Her legacy will endure, but for a woman who steered the royal family through three quarters of a century, it's hard to imagine this place without her. Jeff Semple, Global News, London. Queen Elizabeth uh, dead at the age of 96 after reigning for 70 years. Her son, now King Charles has made a statement. You'll hear that next. Well, what happens now? It's 3.20 on this Thursday afternoon. You likely have heard over the years about the um, detailed plans that go into effect. Um, well, first when Prince Philip passed, but certainly when Queen Elizabeth passes, known as Operation London 
bridge and there were some parts of that that change of course depending on uh where she passed she passed in Bal balmoral so that does change things a little bit i can tell you that uh, part of that plan uh, the original plan uh, was to hear from king charles uh this evening um, but King Charles is in Scotland and is staying at Balmoral until tomorrow. He did put out a statement earlier today saying, quote, the death of my beloved mother, Her Majesty the Queen, is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms, and the Commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. During this period of mourning and change, my family and I will be comforted and sustained by our knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the Queen was so widely held. That was a statement from His Majesty the King, Charles III, on the passing of his mother earlier today. So uh, as soon as the announcement was made, flags were lowered to half-mast. Charles unofficially becomes King uh, tomorrow. Uh, those flags expected to be raised again at 11 a.m. local time, uh, London time, and Charles will officially become king. He'll then undertake a tour of the U.K., stopping in Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales uh, to attend services. And while that takes place, Westminster Hall and the Abbey will be prepped for uh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral uh, because... She has passed away in Scotland by all accounts. We're told that her body will be moved to Holyrood, where she will rest in state for a short time before either flown or taken by train in something that's called Operation Unicorn to London. Um, the Queen will lie in state for four days at Westminster. Thousands of heads of state now depending on if there's any changes still with COVID protocol, uh, will attend, and the funeral expected to be broadcast globally. She will be buried by um, beside her late husband, Prince Philip, and her father, King George. Uh, again, Operation London Bridge, an incredibly detailed um, document uh, made in preparation of the monarch's passing. And we will continue to see how this unfolds. But uh, from all accounts, she will be, that funeral will be held nine days after her passing. And I think that takes us to September 18th. And of course, we'll keep you updated right here on 630 Ched.